0: Welcome to Stump the Pastors Podcast. Yeah, finally, it's
1: being brought back by these two schmoes. Stu and Ben, get
0: ready to just do the opposite of everything we say. Get ready for your ears to sing as you listen to me take a sip of coffee. That just became my thing for this week.
1: The, the sound of the Hearing sip, of coffee. You sip coffee just Ooh, made my that it made started in my toes it made me crinkle <laughs> my nose uh for those of you who might be unfamiliar with that maybe check out the, the last i don't even know what you know what i'm just you know what i'm not ready yet <laughs> are you not ready no i think it was uh it's e5 ep5 go, go listen to that one which i think is the one that was uh before the one re- recording right now oh was that ep5 or ep4
0: it's uh no it's ep5 which one's ep3
1: oh that's a special (laughs) one that's when i want it is that with brian that's brian's yeah okay 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 We're probably spoiler alert if you haven't already listened to it. What is this one? Is this EP six? This is EP six. Okay, (laughs) if five came before this one, well, I didn't know. You know where? I mean, there could be a a timeline or seven or eight. Yeah, what 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 timeline are we in? What multiverse are we in? Earth six one six or it's looking like Earth six six (laughs) six lately. Pre mail joke. Um.
0: You know what, we never, we never welcomed people to the actual podcast they're listening to. Did we not? We only welcomed them to a different. So welcome to the Brightside
1: podcast, actually. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because you said welcome I to said stump, stump the Pastors. Stump the PP. Welcome to the Bright Side podcast, cast, cast. We don't have a fancy, you know. Uh, Soundboard or. Yeah. Echo machine. <laughs> so yeah. that's what, what you get. What's your, what's your name? What's my name? Yeah. Like what's my podcast name? Yeah, like what's my sure. podcast handle? Do you want a different my, name? My for podcast this? handle is Rubber Duck. Okay, so we're gonna Did call you, listen, you Rubber. Did you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe not Rubber. Yeah, for short. Sorry, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to cut that out. I couldn't help it. <laughs> so, have you ever listened to that trucking song? It's like, it starts out. It goes, Breaker, Breaker, One Nine. This year's Big Ben. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead, Big Ben. This is the rubber duck.
0: Is that for real what it says?
1: It's something to that.
0: It, yeah, oh, it really oh, oh. is. Yeah. Those aren't the actual names, though? No, it is the actual oh, names. Yeah. Is it the roll-on 18-wheeler? No, that's a good song. Oh, by I was, was going to say, that's a great song.
1: But, no, it's not that song. It's, uh, man, what is it? I'll try to find it. Anyways. Well, um, is it like a, like what genre is it? Uh. A trucking genre? Okay, (laughs) I don't. I don't know. I I guess it would be country. We're inclusive of all music genres here, unless you're
0: Cardi B, and that's true actually. Or any a myriad of other artists that we. I mean, there's a lot
1: of music that we don't affirm, but otherwise, we're pretty inclusive.
0: One of them is reckless, unstructured jazz music. Absolutely hate it.
1: Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> that's not where I thought you were going with that. Oh, I was would, like, would that you, sounds awful. And oh, you're, yeah, yeah. You're saying terrible. you want to listen to that. No, yeah, absolutely not. Reckless, unstructured jazz music. Jazz, give me an example. So like, what the, is that?
0: There's a problem with the with jazz music's worldview where they just deny any structure to beauty. <laughs> Dude, this is like, <laughs> people have talked about this. Okay. and uh, And because it's just whatever, they just do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. It's like the judges of musical genres Mm -hmm. where the people do whatever is right in their own eyes. Yeah, that's... um, And it leads to music that, frankly, is hard to listen to. Not all jazz music. Some of it's, like, pretty awesome. But this stuff,
1: dude. Have you ever listened to Miles Davis? Yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Ooh. Miles gets me. Yeah. So I was going to play this song, um, but I, I... I can't, because I'm pretty sure there's copyright laws. So I mean,
0: are they ever really going to know?
1: Probably not, but that would really not be great.
0: All right, well, we'll post the song. So
1: here's the (laughs) – I'll just read the lyrics. I think I can do that. Yeah, read the lyrics. Uh, Yeah, so I was right. Uh, Breaker, Breaker, one, nine. This here's the rubber duck. You got a copy on me? Pigpin, come on. Oh, pigpin, pigpin, not Big Ben. This is, my whole life was a lie. I've always thought it was Big Ben because who would want their name to be Pigpin? You're looking at him. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 10-4, Pigpen, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's a clean clear to Flagtown, come on. Yeah, that's a big tin 4 there, Pigpin. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy, six alive. Looks like we got us a convoy. Is the whole song just it, a transcript? It, uh, yeah, and then it breaks into like the actual song, the, but that that beginning drops, part yeah. is just a conversation between two the the one the two and only uh, rubber duck and Pigpen. Dude, well, can I be Pigpen then?
0: Absolutely. All right. well, you're Rubber Duck. That's way worse. Uh, just saying.
1: I don't know. Yeah. You, all right. If you had to pick, like legit, a trucker name. It wouldn't be Pigpen, and it would not be Rubber Duck. What would it be, you think? I'd like to think that it would be Doc. Doc? Only Ooh. because people called my dad Doc. Was he a truck driver? He, yeah, he is a truck driver. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'd be Doc Jr. But he's got a funny story associated with it. So I found that most trucking handles have some sort of a story associated with them. Kind of like a nickname, you know, anything else. Yeah, yeah. Really, that's what it is, right? A nickname. I mean, you can't just, like, pick your own nickname. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> you've got to got to follow the rules. Um, so he, he used to have, like, beef cattle and stuff, and he'd, like, give them shots, mm-hmm. whatever, taking care of them. And he was pretty sensitive to the cows, uh, you know, being uncomfortable while he gave them the shot. So he didn't want them to be uncomfortable. So he would oh, – my granddad, my dad's dad, is a doctor and is really good at giving shots. Um, like, so much so that you don't even know when the needle stick shib. Right. Um, And so my dad had been obviously learning by observation through him, and it did the same thing with the cattle. So there's a fast way, which is how most farmers do it. You just stick them, get it done, move on, because you've got a bunch of other head of cattle to to get shot up. Well, my dad, being the gentle, kind soul that he is, did not uh, do that. So he, yeah, people called him Doc because apparently that's the story. He went through the narrow gate. (laughs) <laughs> when he shot cattle to be
0: uh, a cow doctor yeah and the, and he got a great nickname the out cow of it. whisper
1: yeah so you'd be yeah. Doc Junior because you haven't done that I think my dad's technically Doc Junior since his dad is a Doc so, so what doc am I? The Doc the third. Junior Junior doc, uh, the doc, third? doc the third that's true there's no Junior Junior <laughs> <laughs> that's so dumb
0: Doc Junior Junior that's in a show someone's named something
1: Junior Junior I can't remember what it is. We should make a children's show named Doc Junior Junior, and just it's all about like little cartoon people at the hospital. I I would not want my kids to the watch whole it, but hospital. we would make so much money, <laughs> dude. I'm down.
0: How hard can it be to create an animated television show? Not that hard. Not now. No. Not that hard. Yeah. No way. That's that hard. Um. I would want my name
1: to be like. Oh yeah. Let me ask you. What would you want your trucking name to be? What would it be?
0: Jack the Ripper. Maybe, of, just, maybe just Ripper.
1: Because of all the women that you've murdered in No, in I've definitely London.
0: never done any of that, but just because I'm a true crime
1: buff, Jack so it would be like... Dude, that's such a hard thing to say over the radio. No, 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 just Let's Ripper. Just, like Ripper. You just Ripper. Just <laughs> Ripper. Hey, come on, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> come on back now. Come on back. Yeah, no, it would four. just be
0: Ripper, and it would be because... Here's why. Because you toot a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like someone has to give it to me I can't give it to myself but I would procure the name by any time someone gets at me you know on the radio and they're like what you doing I say just listening to the true crime and they'll say man you're a real ripperhead or <laughs> something
1: <laughs> is ripperhead the official term for true true crime junkies I just made it yes well there you go well I guess. he's you
0: know but, but you just
1: said that you can't like give yourself. Uh, no, I around. I would cultivate
0: it. It'd be a <laughs> cultivate a, per- a a very carefully procured nickname that is you know it's edgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's but in
1: a way tasteful and kind of funny with a little bit of bath hum- humor. Bath humor, bath humor, bath bathroom humor. Man, yeah, that's you could make difficult it. To say.
0: Someone would say like, "Why do you fart a lot?" That's what Doc I Doctor Third would, would say that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're right You're absolutely right Alright um, Shall we Shall we get into this We shall Shall we do the whole uh, Well I don't But you do The whole Ooh, You know what I mean Ooh, I thought we started Oh Well let's start maybe <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say Should we get into the news Let's get into the News News
0: Cause news. here's Cause here's why Here's what you gotta remember guys Stuart has another interview this week at eight a.m., and he can't be late. And so we've got to get rolling. It's true.
1: We got to get rolling, Ripper.
0: We've got to, <laughs> we've got to roll on this eighteen-wheeler. <laughs> roll on,
1: roll on highway. Roll on to get through. back home.
0: Roll on highway, roll on here, roll on, Mama. Like okay, I asked ask you see, to do. do. Roll on eighteen wheeler. Roll on Roll On
1: You're all welcome for that. Alabama. Uh man, what a group. What a trio. That's a that's an excellent song. They have my favorite song by them is Dixie Land Delight. Dixie Delight is so
0: freaking good. Mm-hmm. Dude, I so wish good. I wish that, that song was like ten minutes long and they just kept on Same. It could just loop. Just loop it and keep going faster. I don't care. It's so good. It's
1: so good. Uh, You know, I'm glad that you and I can appreciate things like that because of where we grew up at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can appreciate good country music. What I can't
1: appreciate is trash. Is garbage. Like disconnected, unorganized uh, jazz music, for example. So who goes first? Good news or bad news? Nope. Ridiculous news. I think so. I think that's right. All right, so uh, the ridiculous news story of the day is brought to you by Not the Bee, Not the Bee, Not the Bee. Ow! It stung me, Mom! (laughs) Look out. This article will sting. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this is actually, um, yeah, it's pretty great. So, like we've already said several times, a lot of great stuff comes from Not the Bee. Bless those folks. Um, okay, so there's a church in Nashville. I don't know if you saw this. I don't think so. They um, posted recently about what the Bible is and what the Bible. Oh my god! Is yes. not. <laughs> I laughed so hard. So you did see this? Yeah. Okay, so Grace Point Church, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, don't go there, by the way. It's, yeah, it's trash. Don't waste um, your time. Okay, so according to Grace Point Church, the Bible isn't, is not, the word of God, self-interpreting, a science book, an answer-slash-rule book, inerrant or infallible. The Bible is... Wait, wait, yep.
0: That that might leave you thinking, then what's the point?
1: (laughs) And if you're wondering that, You're asking the right question. Exactly, yeah. So keep going down that trail of thought. So what they say the Bible is, is a product of community, a library of texts, multivocal, a human response to God, living and dynamic. Okay. So there are several, several things wrong with this. But before I get into that, I want to read a couple of quotes from the pastor. um, I can't remember this guy's name. Josh Scott. Whoa, no. Yes, Josh Scott. Like it matters. He probably has pronouns in his bio. This is the one case where I would say, wait, what's the pastor's name? What's it, what's your name? And Josh goes, oh, my name's Josh Scott. And I would cut him off and I'd say, it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> I don't is. care what your name is. <laughs> Just like the rock. My name's Josh. Hey, nice to meet you, Josh Scott. He, him. Yeah, he, him. That's what he would say. He I, I, He, him. He, him. <laughs> Uh, so here's here's a couple things that he said in the past regarding this. Okay, quote: There is stuff in the Bible that I think really goes against the, the character of God. Okay, uh, he goes on. Quote: There are genocides that have been divinely sanctioned in the Bible. He continued, and then again, quote: People have used the text in the Bible plain readings of the text at times to support white supremacy to defend slavery to defend segregation then he says um if the bible is inerrant and infallible it absolves absolves us of our our responsibility to do what our ancestors did which is to wrestle um okay so (laughs) okay josh um So, before uh, I I love wrestling, no, I do too. Wrestling is uh, is a big big part of my childhood. So, anyways, I was actually watching like Returns of Sting last night, it was really great. Yeah, like his his debut on TNA was so good. People freaked out. So, here's um, I wanted to pull up Grace Point's um, About Us page, so I did. Good idea. Uh, Here's their beliefs. At our core, Grace Point holds these principles with open hands in humility. One, God is a mystery to be explored, not a doctrine to be espoused. Two, life is a gift to be enjoyed. Three, love is a responsibility to be shared. Four, the good news is that you are inherently united with God. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, their values. As a community, Grace Point places an emphasis on these values that define our culture and the way, uh, and the way go ab- about our lives, both individually and collectively. Courage. We stand for what we believe. Curiosity. We keep asking questions. Gratitude. We don't take what we have for granted. Honesty. We believe in and express our authentic selves. Humility. We hold gracious space for differences. Love. We see the divine. In one another. So they have a wow. church clarity score, which. I'll, Dude, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, their church clarity score is verified, um, affirming, right? Which basically means, hey, if you're part of the LGBTQ plus never ending list of alphabetical. Yeah. Work, <laughs> LGBTQ, XW, whatever there is, you're good to go. This is the place for you. And then they have a place. In their About Us page, literally labeled progressive Christianity. This is really what it boils down to. Yeah. The Grace Point community is leading to the theological development and practice of progressive Christianity. Well, I'm glad that they understand it. It is a, a sort of theology. This is at the core of what it makes us distinct and is far from a simple label change from a modern repackaging of traditional beliefs. Although progressive Christianity defies specific doctrines, here is a helpful explanation from progressivechristianity.org, which I'm not going to get into because I'm pretty sure my phone will just catch on fire. (laughs) By calling ourselves progressive Christians, we mean uh, we are Christians who... Wrong. Rah. (laughs) Let me stop you right there. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) we're christians who believe that the following believe that that following the path and teaching uh, teachings of jesus can lead to an awareness and experience of the sacred and oneness and unity of all life. Who okay, that's that just what like, that sounds like that guy who uses meditation
0: to contact ufo's.
1: That's exactly what it's like, right? So demonic. I mean they literally say they literally say The word that they chose to use. Experience. Experience.
0: Hey, uh, Christianity isn't a relationship. It's a religion. I'm
1: just going to say that. It's a relationship, yeah.
0: Like it's both, but what you need to hear today, progressive Christian, is that it's a religion. (laughs) Yeah, but dude, I
1: know what the Bible says, but WWJD.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) WWJD. I know what the Bible says, but God is
1: not like that. Because I know. Like, it doesn't talk about the I had character. a dream once. Okay, so number two, affirm that the teachings of Jesus provide but one of many ways to experience the sacredness and oneness of life and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey. Okay, so if you're uh-huh. not catching on already, we're going down a big old fast wide path of paganism. Um, yeah. Seek three, seek community that is inclusive of all, all being in caps, people, including but not limited to conventional Christians, so real Christians, um, and questioning skeptics. They would never let us in their church. No, there's no way. So no, they don't want all people. Questioning skeptics, believers and agnostics, women and men, those of all sexual orientations and gender identities, those of all classes and abilities. Four, Know that the way we behave towards one another is the fullest expression of what we believe. 5. Find grace in the search for understanding and believe that there is more value in questioning than in absolutes. 6. Strive for peace and justice among all people. 7. Strive to protect and restore the integrity of our earth. 8. Commit to a path of lifelong learning, compassion, and selfless love. All right, so a couple of things that's also important to note about their beliefs. Um, back in 2015, apparently Grace Point um, got some national attention when they underwent a highly publicized process, wherein they stated publicly and absolutely that LGBTQ plus people were welcomed, celebrated, and included at all levels of Grace Point's community. Um, yeah. I bet you straight people aren't uh, very celebrated there. Dude, especially if you're a straight white person. So before I get into these guys, just so you know, I, I also looked up this clarity score, which I've never heard of until earlier this morning. Clarity, It's called churchclarity.org, and that's basically where you can go look up to see one, one of two things. Whether they're an affirming church or not. So you're going to go look up a church, right? You're trying to yeah. decide where you want to go. So it'll score two different categories: whether whether or not they're affirming, and whether or not they believe in egalitarianism, aka women in leadership. Uh, I looked up Refuge, our yeah, church. Our church is, it says clear, non-affirming, non-affirming. clear, non-egalitarian. <laughs> so way to go, Refuge. So we're doing good. We're doing good. And that's base. That's all derived off of church's website. So it's basically saying it's not saying that all any given church isn't clear on their beliefs. It's just pulling it off their website. Is it yeah. clearly laid out there? Yeah, and it evidently is clear enough on refuge. And then page. I guess there
0: can be verification,
1: cause Grace yeah, Point because because verified. So maybe like people they're verified. Have visited. So they actually have completed whatever churchclarity.org dot oh. like survey and have whatever. That's dumb. Okay, so getting back to um, the whole Grace Points communities, what the Bible is and what the Bible is not, um, and their beliefs, right? Here's, like, if
0: you're assuming your church is financially solvent and can survive Mm -hmm. uh, for a long period of time, Mm -hmm. is this not what inevitably comes from a church who just, even in little, small ways, starts abandoning the clear teaching of Scripture? For instance, women pastors right like how how is how is this not inevitable from that eventually <laughs> you've already denied God's word it's so clear yeah yeah and so of course of course that's going to lead you to believe well it's not inerrant right. it can't
1: be right right yeah this is the this is the inevitable it's this not is the valuable end. for teaching but this isn't the 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 absolute end this isn't this isn't no. End. no, no, no. this yeah. is going to keep going it's, it'll keep going Um,
0: it'll be even more unrecognizable from Christianity, right? All right. So where was it on their website? Um, I just want to say I'm looking at their, uh, church clarity Mm -hmm. page. Mm -hmm. Um, so it kind of goes into more detail when you click on it. LGBTQ policy, they do hire LGBTQ people. Um, they ordain them, they will marry them which mm-hmm. is not a marriage, mm-hmm. it's fake. And then leadership, it mm-hmm. says, yes, over half mm-hmm. of I our staff identifies as part of the LGBTQ plus <laughs> community and several members of our leadership council, parentheses board, they're board, yeah. do as well. Churches aren't supposed to have a board. Right. That's just first of all. Uh, and over half of them, dude, that's insane to me. Yeah, because they seem like a pretty big church. I don't know. But someone that is this bending over uh-huh. to the culture, mm-hmm. they've got to attract mm-hmm. people, I mean all for the wrong reasons, for sure. But I'm yeah. sure they attract a lot yeah. of people.
1: So it's probably a pretty big city. so this is the the new movement in in evangelical Christianity in the American church. This isn't it, this is not, let's be clear, evangelical Christianity. No, this is not Christianity um, at but all. But this is the new movement. Definitely in the American church. I'm just going to go ahead and say that the capital C church, the church as a whole in the world, right? The the big church I here don't know. and I don't know. here and in Europe. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm not uh, talking about probably in, the majority of the church is more
0: orthodox than you than you might think.
1: I like, yeah, worldwide. no, I would agree. I would agree. But I'm talking about um, in like first world. Yeah. Settings that. Yeah, probably this is this is kind of it. So. There's a couple things here that I wanted to point out in their page. Uh, The good news is that you are inherently united with God. No. Okay, so dwell on that for a moment. Remember that. That's that's one of their four beliefs, at their core beliefs. The good news is that you are inherently united with God. Them using the phrase
0: good news is not an accident, because that's a very Christian phrase like we believe because of the good news of the gospel so they're saying the good news of the
1: gospel is universalism right that is just not what Jesus says that's not what it defined yeah it's not what it's defined as at all and I think uh, this last sermon that Brian preached he said something that I really thought was pretty cool uh, it was just like an aside he was like see this is just another example how Jesus Christ just haunts every aspect of human civilization yeah <laughs> Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyways. Um, and there was something else that talked about people just being good. Do you remember that? No, but
0: I I mean, come on. How can you, obviously they believe that people are, are so good. Here's something that uh, that people can misunderstand about orthodoxy is that when we affirm the doctrine of total depravity, first of all it's because it's so obvious in scripture it's it's very clear in scripture that that's true but we don't affirm that god messed up with humanity and that he made us um like he made us inherently evil man in the garden adam was good adam and eve were were very good god said so as a creation.
1: Yeah, pre-sin, they were Yeah, they were, as they a were creation, glorious.
0: we are good. Um, why do you think God would give his only son for us? Obviously, he has some level of love for his creation. Uh, and it's perfect love, and it's sovereign love. But it is distinguishing,
1: <laughs>
0: because not everyone
1: is saved. There are qualifiers to that love, um, and qualifiers to salvation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, not everyone's saved. Not everyone's saved. Um Okay, so this is this this is where my thoughts led me earlier this morning when I was looking into all this. Um, one, this is a big movement here. So we had like we've had the prosperity gospel movement for the last what thirty years, forty years or so. Yeah. Um, and now it's moving more towards this progressivism, um, and I think that's primarily because of three reasons. One, this is what the culture is demanding. Mm-hmm. This is what our country's leaders are pushing um even though that they themselves probably 10 or 20 years ago said something completely opposite of this right Mm -hmm. as far as their beliefs were concerned um now they flip-flopped so they want to affirm the culture they also want to um keep a lot like the lds church which I could lump this church, Grace Point Church, in with the LDS Church in because they're believing in a false gospel. Oh, yeah. They're That's what it is apostate. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, the LDS Church, you see, they're bending now to the mm-hmm. LGBTQ yeah. movement. Um, whereas just a couple years ago, these people were considered apostates, not welcomed in the church, and now they are welcomed right. in. They're not necessarily welcomed into positions of leadership. They're not going as far as Grace Point yet. They will. But they will. Because there'll be new revelation. Yeah. And we've also got a generation, two generations, millennials who are part of this deconstruction, this deconstruction of Christianity thing that's going on, which is just utter garbage. Yeah. Um, There's the Deconstructionist podcast, if you've ever heard of that. No. A couple guys on there just talk about their lame experiences um, and why why they're now deconstructed not Christians anyways, there's that. And then there's this new generation, some millennials and also a lot of Gen Zers who were raised by apathetic parents, apathetic towards the gospel. Yeah. Um, and now what do we live for? Right. What are we, what are we living for? So um, it talked about that all people, the good news is that we are inherently united to God. Yeah. Well, I've got news for you. That's not true. Such a problem. Um, if unless you are born again, you are not inherently united with God. Right. That's that that would make God a failure. Well, not only that, but if we were inherently united with God, we wouldn't have needed a Savior in the first yeah, place. Yeah. Why would
0: Jesus even come?
1: Why would He die? It would be total, totally useless. That wouldn't. That's not even good news. If that was the case. If that was really the case that we're inherently united with God, there's no good news to be had. Right. That and just you, is the state of our yeah of our existence, we're inherently united with God. And that means that nothing that we do could separate us from God. Yeah. That if we lived an adulterous, murderous life for a whole life, we cast Jesus away, we preached against the gospel, well it's fine. We're inherently united to God. Right. Was Hitler inherently united to God? Yeah. Are you really going to say that? (laughs) Think about it. Uh, Okay, so if you go to Psalm 14... It's pretty clear. Um, There is none who does good, not even one. Not even one. (laughs) Again in Romans 3. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. And for all those... And weirdos. Isaiah, going back to the, the Old Testament, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So I could keep going. Oh, yeah. there's. But is that clear? So Scripture says that there is not – who's good? Is there any person that's good aside from Christ? No. Okay, thank you. Dude, quick book plug for mm-hmm. uh, everyone listening
0: Five points of Calvinism defined, defended, and documented. Mm. It's by like three different authors. Yep. And you, it, the the documented part, maybe it's the defined part. I don't know. It'll go through each doctrine of Calvinism and uh, just give you verse after verse. So mm-hmm. total depravity mm-hmm. was like 15 pages of just mm. verses mm-hmm. saying like Old and New Testament for right. all those weirdos who think we should unhitch. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid
1: god changed from god, the, yeah. the old testament god changed to the New his testament. mind no he didn't um yeah dude that's just okay so we're the good news is that we're inherently united with god yeah okay so jesus jesus says we can find in john 14 i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me but Jesus told me in my dreams or in my feelings. Yeah, well, Paul said test the spirits, so. <laughs> yeah. Deuteronomy 18. All right, so they they said that what the Bible is and is not, right? It's not a set, set of rules. It's not the inerrant word of God. It's not, it doesn't define the character of God. Well, so we have an account from Genesis all the way to Revelation about all about the character of God. It's all about the person and the works of Jesus Christ from beginning to end. Yeah. If you are a Christian, when I say we, when I talk about we, I'm talking about Christians who believe that. Yeah, who actually are Christians, who are actually are Christians. Right. It tells all about the character of God. He gives Moses the Ten Commandments. Right. What is that? That's that's definitely talking about the character of God. What he says is and is not okay. These so he, he created man and woman. He created them. Right. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Okay. So he didn't create two and men and put Jesus them in the garden. Affirms in Matthew, I think, like Matthew
0: 19 or something. Mm-hmm. Jesus affirms that that was the model of marriage, Adam and Eve. Yeah, that's not just Paul's idea.
1: Yeah, that came from the mouth so of Jesus there's Christ. The point in saying that there was not two men that were put in the garden, or two women, or that there just wasn't homosexuality wasn't even like it wasn't even possible. The it act of homosexuality yeah, I mean, in the beginning. They there had no wasn't. way of doing it, <laughs> and so there's obvious interpretations that you can pull from that and say, okay, obviously this is what God intended. Well, what if there was two women? Well, that's not there weren't. Evidently, God <laughs> didn't intend that. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have put two women.
0: It's not even it's not even in the realm of possibility for someone to say, well, maybe in the garden they were homosexual. 'Cause there literally wasn't more people. Right. They could not
1: have done it. And more so, sin had not entered the world. Yeah. yeah um, so. so there you go. There are there are constant examples of the character of Christ, of the character of God throughout the Bible. There is rights, there is wrongs. We know that God is love. He's not just loving, he is love, he's totally love. Yeah. He's not one quarter love. He's not one third love. He's he's a perfect love. He's also Justice. Yeah. He's all also time. perfectly it encompasses his justice. He's not just a little bit just; He's you know, holy. He's holy. He's completely holy. He yeah. encompasses all of these things. These are characterizations of God that we can clearly see. Okay. So Christ said, he literally says this in Matthew 5, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So there you go, straight from the lips of Jesus himself. I want to piggyback off that.
0: <clears throat> And go to loading, 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 loading. Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on, you version. I'm pretty sure it's Luke 17. But I don't know because my Bible app is, I don't want to tell you wrong. Anyway, I'm pretty sure it's Luke 17. And Jesus is talking to um, the crowd. And he says, here we go. Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were yeah. hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea, <laughs> and then he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Those people are... It would honestly be better for them to drown yep. by a weight being tied to their neck. Yep. That's what Jesus
1: said. For Josh Scott. Yeah. and That's what Jesus said. Yeah. That's Jesus. That's not me. Right. I'm, ju- I'm just the messenger. Dude, here's the thing. But it's important to... To remember that, right? Yeah. Because Jesus also says in John fourteen, "If you love me, you will keep my commands." You and will in the, keep my commands. We go. The great the Paul also says in Ephesians and elsewhere in Corinthians that we're supposed to be imitators of God. Yeah. To be imitators, we're not supposed to to be God, but we're supposed to be like God, to become like God. So, how do we become like God? We follow the law. We follow His teaching and His commands.
0: Yeah. So. Jesus said, you have to be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Yeah. We're called to a high degree of righteousness. For sure. And it's only possible by God's grace. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we aren't supposed to live righteously. And who defines righteousness? Not Josh Scott. I can tell you that much. Not you and I. Not me and you. God. God does. Here, those people are so Pharisaical. They always think that Orthodox Christians are Pharisees because we care about what God said. And somehow they're, they love Jesus more because they just disregard his teaching. Mm-hmm. I'd ne- I've never understood that. The truth is that they're Pharisees. Pharisees were the ones who ignored the law for their own sake. They yeah. are the dictionary definition of Pharisaical. And had they been sick on the side of the road mm-hmm. when Christ was walking, if Christ walked down the streets of Nashville today mm-hmm. and one of them was sick on the side of the road, they would not be healed because Christ heals people for their faith in him they don't have faith in christ clearly not none at all they have faith they have faith in the culture they have faith in people yep that's what i've always seen these deconstructionists Mm -hmm. the -hmm. reason that they're deconstructionists is because their faith was based on a human being Mm -hmm. it was based on someone that they knew maybe it was their parents or their friend or their pastor and then inevitably they failed them because that's what people do we fail yeah and so they're like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. God's not real." I guess mm-hmm. because you never knew Him in the mm-hmm. first place. Had you known Him, you would you would not have that would not have affected you. In in regards of like your faith, right. In one single bounce, right. yep. But you don't have faith in Christ, yep. And so that's why every single thing that happens in the world, all these dumb, like a um, uh, vaccine passport. That's why it affects you so much mm-hmm. because you don't have a foundation of mm-hmm. faith outside of human beings. And, the, and,
1: and they will never live up to what you want them to. So what's shocking about this, though, with the progressive Christian movement is that we've got, Morgan and I have like friends back home who are, they may not say it, they may not realize even that th- this is what they'd be categorized as, a progressive Christian, which is not a Christian. Or if, it is, if they are Christians, they're just walking in serious sin and rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there are so many of them. There are so many of them. This is like, these are the conclusions that they draw. They look at them and they say, well, I've got friends who are homosexual or I've got friends who are just struggling with pornography. I've got friends who are X, Y, Z, you know. And they say, how could, how could Jesus say that? How could God's not, he wouldn't say that. Well, he 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 did. did. I don't know what else to say. He did.
0: he, He just did. And that doesn't mean we're jerks. No. That doesn't mean we're douchebags to these people. Like, <laughs> I just want to bring
1: back douchebag. Douche yeah. uh, bring it back.
0: Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> I. It, it means that we love them, and the way that we love them is to yeah, we build relationships with them. Sure, for, for sure. Yep. Have invite be- them into your home. Invite them into your home. Have Show dinner. them what joy and yep. faith looks like, because we are supposed to be a witness for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that gospel promises peace and joy and rest. The Christian is the only one
1: that actually has true rest in yeah. this, in this turbulent world. Here's the good news, folks. If you, if you're a believer, if you're listening to this right now and you're a believer in the, in this progressive Christianity, or as we've talked about this and we've defined it as progressive Christianity and you not realize that that's what it was called and you think yeah, well, that's pretty much what I believe. What's wrong with that? Here's what's wrong with it. It's a false gospel. That is not the good news. The good news is this. Well, first of all, back up. Why does there need to be good news? We asked that question earlier. If yeah. we are if we are inherently united to God, what there's, is the need to have good news? That's already... That's it. That's it. There's no news. There is no news if that's the case. Right, yeah. Because there's, there's not bad
0: news if that's the case.
1: Right. There has so, to be bad news. <laughs> what's the bad news? The bad news is that if you don't know Christ currently or if you didn't know him previously in your life, which is most of us who, all of us who are Christians, is this, that you were dead in your trespasses. The moment that you committed any, the first sin, the first act of rebellion against a perfect and holy God who who demands justice. It just is. It's the nature of God. You're dead. Yeah. What's the punishment for sin? It's death. And the, and
0: the even worse news is that because of, our father Adam we're born into it we don't sin so, we don't become sinners because we sin we sin because we're sinners so the truth is, is that we are not inherently united
1: with God yeah. we are inherently sinful We need our reconciliation. hearts are wicked they're turned to ourselves and to our own devices and towards sin and so the only way for restoration to God was through a perfect and blameless and holy person there was none ever before right that person was jesus christ who came who was here who was born jesus of nazareth god in the flesh who came and bore the wrath for our sins who paid the the fee paid the the penalty for us so that salvation could be made possible for the his chosen people the elect paul
0: writes in romans 5 starting in in verse six for while we were still weak at the right time christ died for the ungodly so we were all ungodly for one will scarcely die first of all how can god be united to something that's ungodly for one will scarcely die for a righteous person though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die but god shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners christ died for us which means that christ did not die for good people since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, we require justification. Much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? So,
1: so there you go. You were born separated from God. You were born separated from God. But there you go. That is the good news. That yeah. is the good news. That, that is the gospel. Died for his enemies, I hated
0: Christ. I praised his being on the cross, and he looked on me with pity. Such
1: were some of you, right? Yeah. But by grace. And but for grace, there go I into the wrath of God, and it is just. An important thing to note, Jesus also says that no one takes it from me. No one takes my life. Hmm. No one takes it from me. I lay it down on my own accord. Yeah. Who could take the life of God? Right. No one. Only God. Only God. (laughs) He laid it down, and he rose again on the third day.
0: And who has, who but God, who but the creator of life and death has the authority to lay down his own life? You don't. I don't.
1: Who but God has <laughs> the authority to punish sin? So Jesus is God. You do know it's that. here. You do know that hell is a real place. Hell is real.
0: To deny hell is also to deny the, the, the whole point of the cross. If we deny hell, there's no bad news and there's no, there's no need for Christ. That's what I think. These universalists—they don't understand that at the core of their belief is a complete denial of what God did on the cross. Mm-hmm. It denies God's love for yep. His creation. It denies our need for Him. Yeah. So it it totally casts the belief that we are inherently united to God. It says that we're God. That's yeah. all it is. It's exactly what it says.
1: It says, "I don't like that God, the real one. Yep. I want to be God. Let me let me form for myself this pagan God." that meets my perfect requirements. But and not only my my requirements now but my ever changing requirements because tomorrow I'm going to have something different. Yeah. And the reason this gets us so worked up is because it
0: only leads to despair. It's oh. only going to lead you into more and more darkness and despair.
1: That's that's the issue. It's not because we're jerks. It 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 makes me righteously angry. Yeah, to believe that people are buying into this. It's because we have this because true joy and we want to share it. Because <laughs> it's so good. This belief of progressivism leads to death. It's yeah. a path straight to destruction. There's only it's one a path destination. Straight to hell. I don't want I don't want my worst enemy to to end up there.
0: No. Not at all. Because because since we've been saved, since we've been shown God's grace, we have been given the fear of God because we have new hearts. So we understand that. That is so scary and worthy of of great fear. And so, of course, we want to keep people from doing that. And here's the thing, man. I don't doubt, and I'm going to say this. um, I think that it's pretty safe to say, actually. Mm -hmm. Having having been raised in the Bible Belt and seeing a lot of um, kind of dead churches, you know, dead works, dead faith, I don't doubt that there are congregants at Grace Point um, and and really almost any church that you can point me to that are genuine brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, they're going there. And obviously, at this point, I think you're in sin if you go there. Um, But for whatever reason, they're there. But I I genuinely believe that there are probably people there who have legit faith in Jesus Christ and what he did.
1: Yeah, I, I would say the same thing.
0: and woe to those staff members Mm -hmm. for leading a flock of God's people, however small it might be. And maybe that's, maybe it's no one they're held to a higher standard too. Yeah. They are much as required of them. And they're saying that they're qualified to do it against God's word. Mm -hmm. You think he's going to be like, Oh, well they're not qualified. So I'm not going to hold them to that standard. Absolutely not. That's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) That's not justice.
1: No, because you're talking about taking the sheep, right? Yeah, you're talking about and slaughtering leading,
0: leading God's people
1: to slaughter, and they are a wolf in sheep's clothing. The last thing I want to say, we don't have to move on from this, but the last thing that I, I have a thought on in regards to where this ends up, right? In regards to destruction, the path to hell, basically. Yeah, is um, that it's been said a lot that it, at least I've heard it in my life so many times from different preachers and teachers. Um, that hell can be described as a total separation from God. Mm -hmm. And while the idea of that might be true, I think what's probably a a truer statement is that it's a separation from the love of God. Right. It's a separation from the gifts of God. We find in Revelation 14, um, and I'm not about to try to interpret (laughs) a lot of what Revelation (laughs) says. most difficult book in the Um, (laughs) Bible. If only John was here, right? Right, yeah. So here it is, Revelation fourteen, uh, verse nine. If anyone worships the beast and its image receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he will also drink the wine of God's wrath, poured full strength into the cup of His anger, and he will be tormented with fire and sulfur. And the, all right. So we're talking about the person who is in hell. This is yeah yeah yeah. This is the, this who's is who's on condemned. the receiving end. This is the condemned of what's happening here. He will be tormented with fire and sulfur. In the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the lamb. In the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the lamb.
0: You see this in um, in the Gospels, and I can't remember I can't remember chapter and verse, but but everyone remembers it when Lazarus and the rich man die. Mm-hmm. And Lazarus goes to heaven, mm-hmm. and the rich man goes to hell, mm-hmm. and it says that he can look up, and and G- this is Jesus saying. He looks up and he sees Lazarus with Abraham. Yep. And he asks them to go back and warn his family. Yeah. That is not separation from God. Nope. Because they're in the presence of God. Yep. God is the God of heaven and hell. Right. He's sovereign over both.
1: The devil is king of nothing. We see it on we <laughs> see it on uh we see it on the cross too. Yeah. That's absolutely. God pouring out his wrath. That's God claiming ownership of everything. That's not man who killed Jesus. That is the devices that 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 God used. God used that wasn't. No one takes his life. Yeah, Paul says he had decreed the cross from eternity past. That Correct. means even in the perfect garden. So it's not Satan who's doling the punishment in hell. It is God. Yeah, it's God's punishment in the presence of the Lamb. Yeah,
0: that's a re- that's really scary. That's, that should scare. That, that should scare. That you. should scare Christians. Yeah, that that's, should increase our fear of God <laughs> in a, in a healthy way. Like. God is
1: holy, (laughs) and he will have his holiness. Yeah. Anyways, so there you go. That was my my ridiculous news. I know that went deeper than we usually go, um, but, man, it just gets me – it shakes me up because this is is happening. That is what's happening. This is the the movement that's happening here in in the American church. And we have to remember – and I would agree with you, Ben. You, you said earlier that there are probably more Orthodox Christians than I would like to believe just because of what we see in the world and on the news all the time, constantly yeah. um, coming into our heads. But, man, it, it's in small pieces. Mm-hmm. It's, and, it's, and there is
0: a lot of, especially in the American church, I won't deny there are a lot of people
1: being deceived. But you don't have to go full-blown even to be right, to, yeah. to go down this path of progressivism.
0: And it's, it's very slippery slope. It's a very slippery slope and uh, it's quite dangerous. I mean, I've seen a lot of just havoc, right? You know, the, um, the thing that we've got to remember though, is to look upon those people with so much pity and longing for them to experience Mm -hmm. the grace of God. Um, not, not capitulating on what's true, not saying that at all. We need to tell that's loving them is to tell them the truth. And uh, it's not up to me to save someone, which is a glory. It's, it's God. I am responsible for what he commanded me to do, which is to preach the gospel. It's really
1: easy to get in this kind of a cage stage. Yeah, you
0: can get like, uh-huh, really, got just you. angry. Yep. But the point is, you're sharing the gospel because you want to share this joy and mm-hmm. rest and peace and love with someone else. And you know, because, it, like, th- here's the thing. Someone might say, like, Christianity is elitist because there's one way. Yeah, 100%. And mm-hmm. that's what you want to call it? Sure. For sure. It's elitist. Yep. There is one way to God. Mm-hmm. And Christians know it. Mm-hmm. And so we have to share it. Yeah, Because we want you to know it too.
1: There is, um, what is his name? His last name's Penn of Penn and Teller. Oh, yeah. The magician, yeah, yeah. right? There's a oh, famous yes. line that he had because he's an atheist. He's an atheist. But he's not a jerk. No, he's, he's really willing to, to have conversations. But he said something to the effect of, how much do you have to hate somebody? If you think that you've got the key or the truth to eternal life, how much do you have to hate somebody to and not, not tell them that? When you yeah. know that where they're going to end up is is hell, right? how much do you have to hate them? Yeah. So b- you can be offended by this. You can be offended by it is offensive. The gospel, the gospel is, offensive, is offensive, but the the opposite of the truth of God is also offensive. To yeah, say that the much good news so. is that we are inherently united to God—that's equally, <laughs> not equally offensive. That's. A hundred times more offensive once you already understand and believe and know the truth. It's like, it's not offensive to the unregenerate and and that should be a problem. Like that should be a red flag. But if you are a Christian, (laughs) be offended by that. You can be offended at the same time and go out with grace and and mercy. Well, but we also shouldn't
0: be, be, I think that's what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, we shouldn't be easily offended. Right. Because we don't, Hmm. I don't have to go defend God. No, you know. But what I do have to do is stand in front of Josh Scott and say, no, right,
1: you're wrong. Sit down. But I think with, like, so much, um, like, with you and I and I think with the majority of Christians as a whole, right, they're not going to have – maybe opportunities to get in front of the Josh oh, Scott's yeah, of the yeah, world. Yeah. It's going to be their friends. It's yeah, going to be exactly. their friends on social media. It's going to be the friends just in life in general, people that they go get beer and coffee with people yeah. that they just hang out with. They do life with Which your is family. Even
0: oftentimes much harder. That's a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is way harder. And the glory is, like I said, that we have true rest as Christians. And so we don't have to be, we don't have to do it. Perfect. Yeah. Grace abounds. And God is sovereign. And so uh, even though it is scary and it's hard to do that, there's still rest and there's still joy. because Yeah, it's not up to us. Yeah, it's not up to us. We we simply have been given new hearts. If life
1: was a chessboard, we are the pawns. We are the (laughs) pawns. And uh, actually,
0: yeah, (laughs) God is the player. That's for sure. Definitely. But Um, um, anyway. Yeah, man. So. Good I news. wanted to put that plug in. Remember to be be a Vantilian or or a Kyperian, whatever whichever you want to call it, Christian, where you're moved by pity, not by anger, but by well, righteous anger toward to the right people, right, but by pity to the layman sure. who's just being led to the slaughter. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so I think we've got some good news now. <laughs> We're gonna have to go quick. We are. It's gonna be great. We're already at an hour. This is hilarious. Dang. This, I mean, this dude. There's not much you can that can be said about this. It speaks for itself. Idaho man sets up chessboard in 30 seconds for Guinness World Record. He gets a Guinness World Record
1: for not, just setting the game pieces, for just setting up for like the, the beginning game. play.
0: Yeah. Now here's my question, and the article doesn't talk about this. That's weird. That. Uh, Like, how do you start? Does the does it start with the chessboard like in another room, and the pieces in like a bag, or can you have the chessboard
1: already on the table? Or is the pieces just blindfolded? He's not blindfolded, and all of these things are happening.
0: No, he's not blindfolded. The whole point is, so he can't knock anything over. Well, mostly because that would just like lose the record. Mm -hmm. He can't knock anything over. And once he puts a piece down, he can't then move it. Okay. So like if you put the king in the wrong, yeah. on the wrong square or something, you know? then you've already lost. You've already lost. And he it, he trained for a year and a half, dude. Year and a half. He also This guy's a baller. He has 150 Guinness World Records. <laughs> Probably all of them are like this. <laughs>
1: Most boogers picked in a day. Right. You know? Um he could like his resume just says like really fast orga- organizational skills, professional
0: basically. world record
1: breaker. That's so. Anyway, so why is this good news? Because it's awesome. Oh, okay. That's just so cool. <laughs> this I'm guy, trying to think. Like, how long I want to meet it this take guy me to set up a chessboard. Not 30 seconds.
0: I can but... already tell you, it takes me at least like two minutes. It'll really? take
1: me a minute and a half. Like, when someone else is also okay. Good. So, when we're talking about like he set a chessboard up, does it? Does it do the pieces have to be perfectly?
0: No, they like, don't have to be like perfectly square, but they can't be hanging over squares, right? At all. They can't be. Like, they can't. They can't cross the line. No, at all. They can't, no, they can't cross the line. Even if you're just like, yeah, no, you, no, because then it's like, well, what square is it in? You know. Well, yeah, but like, it's obvious that. Well, but it's a we're talking Guinness World Record. Like this is legit. It's got to be. there are like,
1: some Guinness World Records I would say even like this one I'm like, it, is that really like, like world record worthy? I mean, like, it's a well, it may not be worthy, but it is a world record. Like is record there a Guinness World, record, world record, record for the guy who stared at the sun the longest? You, you know, know what, what I mean? I bet. That's just, Probably. The, the guy, guy is, who stared at the eclipse for <laughs> <long>. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but you no, know, so you've been to chess night? Yeah. Like we have chess night once a month.
1: Chess. Chest night Not chest night
0: No Although it is called Put some hair on your chest Although we are thinking about
1: uh, Creating a hangout Called chest night Where we
0: just walk around Bare chested yep. And we like
1: bump chests You know Make sure our hair this is guys, our guys' chest only. hair this is guys yeah, it's, only. it's guys only Obviously it's, it's not like a weird gay thing it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> But it's also not like a Alright whatever Let's stop <laughs> <laughs> um, But you You know you've set up a board And when you set it up With someone Dude it takes a little bit of time Imagine well, doing all of it yourself in 30 seconds. Right. Like, yeah, that's, I'm not
1: that impressed, but I do think it's just a great piece of And I am kind of particular, too. I'm not like super particular while I'm setting it up, but I do want them to be mostly square. Like, I don't want it to be, even if it's like not like square, super lopsided. But but you're not like crossing the yeah, line yeah, into yeah. another square. Totally. I still want it to be like no. I know. Exactly and then after you fine. get it set up, you're like, oh, I'll just straighten like my knight's a little crooked. That's why the best yeah. piece for my chess set the
0: the best piece to set up is the is the queen and the king because they have the the big bases. It's so base. not really much, so you just put it yep. in the middle, and that's it. That's what maybe that's the key to a good chess set. They have big bases. Well, no, but pawns like no chess set has a pawn. Well, uh. Typical chess set or standard chess set will have a pawn base that's as big as the even like knight, yeah. You know, it just has to be smaller, right? Anyway, that's it, dude. That's uh, you're welcome, everybody.
1: That's it, that is impressive. The more I think about <laughs> it, 30 it's seconds, it's pretty impressive. Like, it's you know, he shouldn't get paid for it, but it's I pretty think, impressive. I would like to see him set up clint isn't it Clint that has like the marble chessboard that's yes. like really dang hard to see? Yeah, I would the like the him to look the exact same. Yeah, I would like him to see – I'd like to see him set that up in 30 seconds. That would probably take him more than 30 seconds. And Clint's seconds. also got another chess set with – they're, like, metallic. They're, like, silver and gold pieces. Yeah. And they're easy to distinguish before you start playing. Once they're but all then mixed, mixed once the together, be, dude, I, it's impossible. Dude, I lost – I don't know how many times – I'm not that good at chess. But, like, especially on that board, I'm like, I can't even tell what pieces are mine. I took like, my, that's my own a knight one time. <laughs> with, like, with my bishop, I took my own piece. You're like, huh? <laughs> And he was like,
0: dude, that was yours. And I was like (laughs) (laughs) Also, who goes first, silver or gold? Because silver is white, but gold is better than silver. Yeah, but there's that song,
1: Silver Bells.
0: And silver and gold. Both Christmas songs. That's
1: true. (laughs) Silver
0: (laughs) and gold. I don't know. Christmas twenty twenty one. Um That's cool. Yeah. Well man, um you've got a question to ask me. Yeah. After this break. You want to know what doesn't bring anyone any joy? Gutters that are clogged to the brim with leaves and dirt, a nasty driveway that needs a good pressure washing, and a sidewalk neck deep in that fresh Utah powdered sugar. Guess what though? Everybody has these things sometimes. Luckily, a man exists whose sole purpose it is to rid your home of these fell problems. His name? Joseph Haller, of VDMA Maintenance. Visit his website at www.vdmamaintenance.com and let Joseph decapitate this dragon for you. And we're back. Welcome back to the Broadside Podcast. <laughs> All right, dude, here's the deal. So you've got an interview in 16 minutes ish. Oh, oh. We've already been Is back. that the ocean? <laughs> We've already been at this for an hour. We have. We're going to just like rock it through. We're going to rock it. Because we talked about important stuff. We did. We did. All right. So what, my friend, started in your toes and then made you crinkle your nose this week? That's going to be, I'm just going to say that one every week because I'm not good at it like you. I can't. Dude, I, I said that
1: like a couple weeks ago, but now you're just going to say that? What made your ears twitch? Mm. I'm going <laughs> to, he's twitching. He's moving. ears. <laughs> Uh, what made my ears twitch beeswax 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 in what context in the context of beeswax Yeah, but like um, what are you using it for so we haven't used it yet um so we're preparing our hives because we're getting our bees in on uh sometime i don't know in a few weeks oh you're talking about for Um, actual bee for actual bees i'm talking about beeswax that bees have actually made okay from our hives, from our hives last year. Okay, I got So you. I was, cl- I'm cleaning up my hives last night, you know, my frames and all that stuff, um, and we're saving the wax. I don't know what we're going to use it for yet, but there are, uh, of course, an almost an infinite amount of uses that you can yeah. do with this stuff. You can use it for furniture, like- I know, like I'll buy sealant. some from you f- for my yeah, r- yeah. F- woodworking. But it's going to be kind of <laughs> depressing, I think, because once you melt it down and clean it and purify it, it's- there's not going to be a whole lot there. Yeah. But still, it's but pretty cool. It's really cool. It's really good for your skin, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It. There's just... And it, it smells so good. It does. We and have, so... We have this wrap. It's just incredible
0: stuff. It's like beeswax... And some sort of like carbonite sheet or something. Is it
1: for Allie's bread? Yeah, yeah. We've got the same stuff,
0: dude. That stuff is insanely. It smells cool. so good. It smells amazing. It fe- it like it feels waxy. Yeah, you're like it's waxy, but it's also solid. Yeah, it's like a whole different phase of
1: matter. It's weird. It's so cool. Bees are incredible. And so when I was cleaning out the cleaning out the frames last night too, there was still some like unprocessed uh, pollen that was kind of mm-hmm. like in this in between stage. Lummy. And man, that stuff was like smelled like rank cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the wax
0: um, is. This is gonna sound really dumb. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm about to show my ignorance.
1: Mm-hmm. Is beeswax pollen? Is beeswax pollen? What is beeswax?
0: That's that's my question.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna sound really dumb too. But is beeswax. It like poop? No, it's not poop. So a lot okay. of people ask that. Is is beeswax poop? I believe beeswax is when they are eating like. Pollen and whatever else—it's it—they secrete it.
0: Oh, so so it's like sweat. They kind of spit it up. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think because then it's like uh, other bugs do something similar to that, but mm-hmm. beeswax is definitely the <laughs> the coolest.
1: And it was cool too because when I was cleaning it off, I accidentally popped a couple of caps of honey. We still have like honey in the frames that we're oh, gonna save yeah. for our newbies to like feed nice. on until they get caught up and uh, so sometimes i was you know i was sc- scraping off the wax i was like oops oops i hit a cell uh, gotta I to eat, eat that yeah and is it was honey poop no uh-uh. no definitely what not. is honey honey is a I'm- sweet sugary substance is it another that secretion that man has yeah it's another chemically kind of secretion that they it's all most-, most of it's through their mouths bees are insane bees are incredible what a useful animal And so cool. Like, apparently the Egyptians had um, uh, commercialized them, like, way back when. Which doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, you know. They were pretty advanced. They were. Uh, Yeah, but that's bees, dude. Dude, Beeswax. that is sick. There is, like, so... I can't even, like, get into the uses of beeswax. Like, that's how cool it is. And there really are so many. There are a myriad of uses. Yeah. Anyways, Ben. Bees are sick. What... You know, like when you see like a bodybuilder like flexing his pecs and he does like the like do, 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 do. yeah uh huh mm, I can yeah. do that you that oh that's weird <laughs> that is so gross so what made what in your life this week made your pecs do the little dance mm, what mm. what gave you a shock of stimulation what gave you some new life what made you take a big old deep breath like chewing a piece of mint and gum in the cold mountain air. Like a five gum experience. Yeah, what gave
0: me like a five gum commercial experience? What
1: what curled the tips of your mustache Ooh. up into your nose? Ooh. I can what tell made you, you go, oh yeah. Guy.
0: I can tell you what didn't do it is chewing five gum. <laughs> <laughs> but what did do it yeah. is margaritas. Specifically, margaritas with a dash of orange juice in it here's the thing. There are different schools of thought on margaritas. The two that I'm most familiar with are using a mix and not using a mix. Mm -hmm. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Now, I have nothing against margarita mix Mm -hmm. because one of my favorite deals in all of cuisine is at Chili's Southwest Grill. (laughs) Their El Presidente margarita is $5, and you get like three margaritas in this pitcher for five bucks, and it's in the mix and it's not that bad.
1: Well, take me away to Margaritaville. Yeah. Wasted away again. Wasting looking for my lost picture. Margaritaville. Of salt. That's the most white song in <laughs> I don't know if it's the, the most white song, but it's up there. It but I think it is.
0: I'm not I, I don't, don't understand
1: Rand and Nance listen to that song. I don't understand people who really like Jimmy Buffett. Me like, neither. I I'd never I've never been of, to Margarita He's got like though. two songs. And every, every time he comes out like with Garth Brooks or something, everybody just freaks out. They're like, Jimmy, it's Jimmy Buffett. I'm like, dude, you're at a Garth, Garth <laughs> you're freaking you're at, Brooks yeah, you're at a Garth, concert. Like <laughs> probably, probably one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. concert artists of all time. And yeah. you're going to freak out over Jimmy Buffett. It's probably because of Garth Brooks that everyone, because he likes him. Same with Alan Jackson. He's got that one song, Five uh, mm-hmm. O'Clock Somewhere.
0: That See, that's Jimmy Buffett's best song. In my opinion,
1: I can't help but wonder. And it's what a would Jimmy Buffett do? And then he comes out. Funny and I ask, Freaks out. And it's like, who is this guy that everybody just loves? I think the- <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't he, get it. He's just uh, he's he just was a lifeguard. He's like the friend. greatest B character in any movie. Like yeah. he's like the supporting actor that he's somehow like wins Dinofrio. all of these Oscars. He's like like Vincent you're just Dinofrio. like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like like you don't know him. Like you probably don't know who I'm talking about. I don't even know really what he looks like. <laughs> but I know that if he's in something it's gonna be it's gonna be good and people are gonna freak out. But
1: so maybe not though, because he's Jimmy Buffett's not that good. No. And he's got entire songs. He doesn't just come in for parts of songs. He is the lead guy. Yeah, yeah. He's written songs. I don't understand. Anyway. Anyways, margaritas. margaritas. So I'm fine yeah. with
0: mix. You know, I got you. especially if it's a good house mix. But what I really love mm-hmm. is making my own, mm-hmm. especially when my wife makes them and, and she's pregnant. So it's like Ooh. true love. Ooh. I like making this face now. Ooh. It's one. <laughs> it's one ounce. Yeah. Of tequila. Mm-hmm. It's half ounce of triple sec. It's then half an ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of orange juice. That's the kicker, dude, is the orange juice. The OJ. And then crushed ice. Is well, the OJ, ice, does the OJ, OJ have it, pulp? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> because it's actual squeezed oranges. I'm not breaking out the Simply Orange <laughs> or the Minute Maid to put in my margarita. Okay. I'm not a freaking animal. <laughs> You're right. My bad. My bad. Side note, what's your favorite orange juice brand? I don't know that I have a favorite brand. I think Simply Orange. Is probably like Simply Orange. Probably the best. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's it. Dude, yeah, that okay. margarita is so fresh and it's so rejuvenating. I can't. It makes me so excited for summertime.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Like, it's a really, yeah. obviously, a great summertime drink. But yeah. we're rolling into warmer weather, so that about does it really good. Like,
0: spring is about to kick it in yeah. high gear, mm. and it's gonna get warm fast. And
1: I'm gonna be just wasting like away having margarita. my margarita back. You're with gonna a margarita. You're just gonna be like wasting away in a margarita, I'm be looking for my. Long, you can't help but wonder what what would Jimmy Buffett do. And
0: I'm gonna be like salt. Salt, salt, and I'm and I'm not gonna find it. <laughs> <laughs> I also, hot take, don't like salt on the rim of my margarita, even a little bit. Like, really, don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't me get I, that. I don't understand why people. I like also it. don't
1: like uh, bloody marys, but I no. especially don't like it with that nasty salt rim. Like, what are you a uh, a fish who swims <laughs> in the ocean?
0: <laughs> I've never had a bloody mary. Because it looks too much like Russian salad dressing, which is just blood red, and I've never had
1: Russian salad dressing because it's blood red. So, I also don't like the name Bloody Mary, and I also don't like alcohol with my. I mean, I do like beer with a breakfast, like a pig and jelly jar. But I don't. I just it makes me sick. Yeah,
0: we were once camping and Stu <laughs> cracked open a PBR at eight thirty in the morning. It was not eight thirty. It was. It was 10. It was. It was, 10 was not ten.
1: It just wasn't was thirty. False. No, we'll split the difference, say nine fifteen.
0: Wrong. Wrong.
1: All right, so let's get into a final word.
0: Let's do that. Here, you're going to hear a, uh, an ad for St. Brendan's Classical Christian Academy. <laughs> Stuart just farted. <laughs> Maybe we should call you Ripper. Maybe I should be Ripper. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Are you concerned about the impotent, relativistic, weak-old chowder the pagan world is feeding you and your family? Do you want to train your kids to submit in every facet of life to the Lordship of Christ? Do you want your kids to be equipped with the mind and fighting spirit needed to set sail for Eden and make disciples of all the nations on the way? Then you need classic Christian education. Here in Ogden, Utah, foot soldiers of the kingdom are being educated to be boys and girls, future men and women, who are intelligent and wise, ready to love God with all their minds for all their days at St. Brendan's Classical Christian Academy offering kindergarten through 12th grade levels of education to servants of Christ in the new Christendom. Check out St. Brendan's Classical Christian Academy and start training your kids in obedience to God. Ahoy, chop-chop. And,
1: and we're, we're back still. Stuart like parted <laughs> like eight <laughs> times over that break. It wasn't eight times. It was just one really large one. With
0: eight rever-
1: reverbs. Yeah, I felt it in my toes. <laughs> it I, made me crinkle my nose. yeah that's true (laughs) All right, uh, we should probably get into this final word um, comes from 1 John um, verse 5 this is the message that we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Amen. Amen, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Um, remember, crush serpents with a smile. Remember the smile, and also remember to crush serpents. You're, you're welcome.
0: For that. <laughs> Love you guys. See you next time. See ya.